It's December 20th, 2020, and welcome to episode 48 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hello, welcome back, everybody. And Callie. Hello, everyone. It is December 20th, and that, as we all are, I'm sure, aware, is Sue Metal's birthday. So we got a we got a tweet about that, and uh, there's been various things that have been posted. Any any birthday messages anybody wants to share? Because we know she'll hear them if we say them here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a happy birthday, happy twenty three. Woo! Yeah, happy birthday to the queen. Yes, mm. yes, happy birthday indeed. Yeah, it does seem like it kind of seems like they're going by faster now. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. it? it does. I mean, it was 20 and that was a big deal. And then all of a sudden it's 23. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. That go? I'm thankful but, it's already December. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're all about ready for 2020 to yeah. be over. But yeah, so we, we did get an official tweet uh, and we got a few um, a few sort of subtle things from the Kami Ben members and various other things Sakura Gakuin tweeted so anyway that's good I don't know if there's much more to say about that but you know happy birthday anyway happy Sue Metal Day mm-hmm. Bo tweeted a cake emoji very Aww. nice <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess basically the the plan for this episode is there's a bunch of news to kind of like blow through uh, most of it has to do with uh, media, I guess, magazines and TV and there's some other stuff. And then the other thing that happened since the last time we recorded is the um, RockMecon stream. So that's the notional topic of this episode, even though there isn't maybe a whole lot to say about it, but we'll we'll save that for the topic of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I always lose track of what has happened since the last time we recorded. Did we not know even when the Budokan dates were last time we recorded? Correct. Yeah, no, we didn't. Amazing. Okay, well, we got the dates. We got at least we got many of the dates. We got six of the dates. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, we have January nineteenth and twentieth, the first and second ones. February sixteenth and seventeenth, the third and fourth, and February nineteenth and twentieth, the fifth and sixth. And there was already a lottery uh, for the one members for for the like super moshush. Um, tickets and that's I think over already and there's about to be um, actually I think just now the open lottery has started correct so what do you think (laughs) I have thoughts but what do you think (laughs) Um, that's a lot it's a it's a lot really quickly I did not expect them to be doing something in an arena as soon as the end of January no, that's, I didn't either. That's a little crazy to me. It occurs to me that I that would, I haven't yet edited together the previous episode, so I wonder if I can remove our failed predictions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys yeah. are very far off. Yeah, I am really January nineteenth. That is less than a month from now. Yeah, that is really soon. <laughs> um, Absolutely wild. Yeah, I'm not sure it's wild necessarily in a good way, <laughs> to be honest. 
Uh, yeah. I really hope that uh, it doesn't wind up getting a lot of people sick. But yeah. yeah. Well, it is worth it is worth mentioning that the the website where you can enter the lottery or if you are somebody living in Japan um, has about a page and a half of COVID regulations complying with Japanese government. Um, so these are happening at half capacity. Um, they're all seated. There's no mosh pit. There will be at least one seat between every person in attendance. Um, they're doing temperature checks at the door. You're required to wear two masks and you're encouraged not to yell. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the two masks, the two masks is your own mask and a savior mask, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. So, so there are these, uh, I don't know if it comes with every seat, but, uh, certainly at least the higher tier seats come with this savior mask that we got photos of, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. It's, I think it's that sort of like, is this what a neck gator is? (laughs) It's kind of what it looks like. Um, so these are sort of known to be bad for, you know, sort of like, uh, COVID reduction, but, uh, that's maybe why you need a second mask underneath it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so we got, we got interesting photos of them <laughs> at least wearing these things mm-hmm. on that big list of, you know, information about the event. They also say repeatedly that this could get canceled, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. also no refunds if you're, if you're sick. <laughs> right. Oh, so yeah, it's pretty, um, uh, I don't, I don't know what I would do if I were there. It's quite possible. Uh, it's quite likely, actually, I wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. What's well, interesting perspective, you know, a lot of the uh, Japanese mates I follow on Twitter and things like that, I haven't seen anybody at least publicly say they don't want to go or not enter. In fact, it's been quite the opposite. I've seen a lot of people get excited and happy that they won tickets already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know how many people are trying to stay home and not attend these, which I think is interesting. Yeah. At least in an American, it's, it's interesting to see Japan do this. It's possible. It is quite possible that, that, uh, the audience is more trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Then it's any not of just possible. It's just fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. So I was wondering about the, how they would do the, the lottery. And now we know um, that, I mean, I'm, I don't know for sure that anyone has won six, but I know at least someone's won five and probably people have won six. So it's not the case that if you enter the lottery, you get one of the dates. Uh, you can get them all. Yeah. I know somebody who has all six. Yeah. But I mean, if, I guess if they're going to try to fill a relatively large venue to whatever capacity is allowed, um, they kind of want <laughs> to have single people going to several. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's worth mentioning too, that these are not cheap concerts. They are no. definitely trying to make up for the fact that it's half capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they start at 15,000 yen. Um, I think the super mosh is 25,000 yen. It's about 150 and $250 oh tickets. But then, yeah. You know, that's the super mosh is, about what you pay for VIP at a Western show. So that's, uh, that's a really high ticket price for Japan. Yeah. They, yeah. They know they would pay it. I, I would pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would yeah. be a very unique show. It would be fantastic. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Mm. Yeah. How, how it's different. And to compare it to the last time they were at Budokan, I suppose. And it'll also be interesting to see if the show evolves over the 10 shows they've announced, if it, or if it's going to just be the same thing 10 times. Right. At least you don't have to wait very long. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't mention, um, but we, uh, I mean, I, I sort of implicitly mentioned that we don't know what the last four dates are. So True. They're supposed to be 10. We know six. We don't know. I mean, I suppose it's possible that they will be right on the heels of this, or I suppose it's possible they will wait. Um, I think it is essentially impossible for anyone who is not already in Japan to go to these, uh, these first six. Is that correct? I mean, well, mostly correct. It's it's very hard to get to Japan. <laughs> I think if you're Australian, you can get a tourist visa. Uh-huh. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, we'll see, though. We'll see what happens. I, I, I mean, I'm definitely curious to know what they do. Um, I will be happy to watch it. Um, mm. I just will be anxious the whole time. Right. And hopefully those uh, remaining four dates happen much later in the year. You know, end of end of summer at the earliest, because mm-hmm. it would be nice to be able to try and travel again. Yeah, I forget if that's what we predicted, but that's <laughs> at least, you know, like, I don't know if we said that out loud, but that's definitely what I was predicting. Mm-hmm. That it would be basically, you know, like October after the Olympics are over. Right. Yeah, Budokan is an Olympic venue, so that could very well be why they only announced six of ten dates i see yeah Yeah. okay let's see we can i can maybe we can move on from that other other news um very very important news the 10 baby metal legends sacred words thing finished up you remember this was the thing where if you solved 10 very challenging puzzles uh you got presented with a, a puzzle at the end which you had to sort of like decode by putting in your answers to the previous questions and then filling in blanks in a uh, kind of like a crossword type grid and that gives you a phrase or a word i guess they called it a mystery word which you could then enter to become a a chosen evangelist one of ten so all of that stuff i said uh really sort of overplays (laughs) the the sort of value of this thing (laughs) (laughs) so I, i don't know uh how, how many of us actually went through the exercise? <laughs> um, I did, and I got to the end. I mean, basically, if you if you see the first two letters and the last two letters, you can tell where this mystery word is going already right. without doing any of the work. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did the first two, and then it's like, okay, this is silly. I'm just gonna wait till the end. <laughs> didn't do it either. <laughs> I did it. I went through it, you know, I put a, I figured out where all the little, you know, so in each, basically, you know, each of 10 lines, there's a couple of designated spots and a order that you're supposed to use these designated spots. Mm-hmm. And um, I've already now forgotten <laughs> what it is. It's like Metal Resistance Episode X, I think, all smashed yeah, together. like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not much of a spoiler because the thing's already over, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it'll probably be 2021 before this episode's out anyway. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, so many, many, many people are entering for those 10 certificates of, of a chosen evangelist. So we'll see. But it doesn't really feel like, you know, the, the bar is so low. It's really just like lottery winner is what you are getting a certificate for. Right. So I guess even more unlikely 
than uh, this than becoming a certified evangelist is uh, getting a profit edition. So I think we we have talked about this before. So um, the you know, so one of the several editions of the um, ten baby metal years, you know, best of thing, is the Sue metal version, Mo metal version, and Koba metal version, which you cannot buy. And the only way you can get this is to get a card in one of the things that you bought. You know, one of these, one of these um, other editions of the mm-hmm. of the um, best of, and. And so you get a you get one of one of these three either a Sue metal card a Moa metal card or a Koba metal card, and then what you need to do is fill out the ten blanks with the songs that are going to be on their edition. So each each of them picked an edition, and you have to get the songs and the orders right. Um, this is impossible. I think we talked about that before. <laughs> Some somebody did the math. Yeah. Well, when this was all announced, and it was it was like one in a trillion or something like that. Yeah. It's it's probably sort of like you know getting winning the lottery in between two you know getting struck by lightnings. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and and getting in an airplane accident. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, back when we learned about this, I was speculating that we we can't possibly have no clues because even if you knew what the songs are, the order getting the order right is almost impossible. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so now we have covers. That's the the new thing. Is that we we now actually have the covers of the three editions. And I'm kind of wondering if, like, so I'm not. Uh, I haven't actually investigated this, but I'm wondering if maybe there are clues in the covers because that's the only thing I can think of that could make this possible. I don't know. Have you guys looked at the covers? I, I don't know. I've looked at the covers, but I don't see any hidden message or anything like that. And I will say I'm not crazy impressed with the uh, exclusive cover. Which one? All of them. Oh, I, I think it's just I think it's kind of lazy. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, it's a photo we've had before. You can go get it. Just with the border around it. Just with a yeah, a lord border around it. <laughs> a lorder. A lorder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the Copa Metal one is actually kind of funny, I think. And I think it's only funny because uh, um, one of the artists on Twitter did a comic about it. Uh, I don't think uh, I said that. Yeah, it was Copa uh, taking his photo and Mo and Sue wondering why he was embarrassed and didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this. I, I guess I was going to say something about this when we started talking about the magazines, too. But uh, more than I ever have ever kind of felt it. It really seems like I'm I'm no longer very enthusiastic about seeing new photo shoots mm. because they are all the same. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, these covers are the same as all those photo shoots, you know. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it's just because it's the what they've decided to put on the website, but it's got like a crappy Instagram filter on it, and it's just not great. It's not great, in my opinion, not great. <laughs> Ah uh, well, but it's it's fine because there's no chance you'll have one anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's just insane. But anyway, so we it's not possible to enter this until like the twenty third, um, because nobody's going to have the cards with which to enter them. Mm-hmm. So, and I think you get a, you get an entry card with, I think maybe every pre order, but at least every one of the special editions. Right. So 
you could in principle have several chances, but you know, that, that might, if you're lucky, that might give you one digit <laughs> better <laughs> chance. So, uh, okay. Uh, I have a big block of magazine news. Should we talk about that? Uh, well, actually let's maybe we'll, well, let's skip to the, um, the advertising manager. <laughs> Cause I think, sure. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> yeah. So BMD Fox, uh, started their own uh twitter <laughs> account uh, this is so weird <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's basically just in japanese you know so we have to read it through translation but it's but it's essentially you know kobo metal as marketing manager <laughs> i don't know if it's actually explicitly kobo metal but i mean like it's it's kind of kobo metal and this is basically you know i guess it's it kind of ties into the the uh, baby net da 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 thing but it's also, you know, essentially there are, there's a, there's a little task for you to do. So, uh, if you want to win a, an actual bone, you know, mask, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the procedure is you take a photo of yourself, you take, uh, the photo that they tweeted out from this, you superimpose that, you know, it's basically a bone design, you know, over your actual face and put that on your your social media somewhere so they can see it. Uh, and you fill out a, a name badge for PR manager, you know, like, um, and we actually got, we, we have um, some examples that were filled out by Sue and Moa. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, do you see these? I did see these. Yeah. I saw yeah. these this morning actually prepping. Yeah. They're pretty funny. So Sue wrote, um, 10 years history, you know, in, she wrote in Japanese, of course, but in translation, she wrote, um, 10 years history, metal resistance of baby metal etched onto this one CD, PR staff, Sue metal. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, uh, and Moa's was potentially funnier. Um, she said, um, December 23rd, you will witness the legend, the paramount masterpiece that shook all the U S PR staff, Moa metal. <laughs> do, you, do you have any ideas what she's on about? Uh, the speculation, I think, I think this, uh, was recorded on the baby metal news post about this, but, uh, that this is Moa metal channeling the sort of like movie announcer guys <laughs> or whatever, right. you know, like this is a, uh, you know, in a world <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> in a world destroyed by a pandemic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, it's quite possible they were listening too much to the that announcer on the U.S. tour. Oh, <laughs> uh, I really didn't like that announcer. I mean, sorry, announcer, if you're listening, but <laughs> it just didn't fit. But anyway, so it's pretty funny to see these these uh, you know BMD Fox Records uh, name tags from them. Uh, but that's what you're supposed to do. And I guess uh, then there's going to be a launch event on. I think it's on the yeah on twenty on Saturday December twenty sixth. Uh, there's a, a launch event in the stores where they're actually giving out these bone masks, the bone face masks, um, mm -hmm. and they'll also have a big like uh, backdrop you can take photos in front of, and uh, they'll have little scratch off lottery tickets where you can win a cleaning cloth or a pen. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> All the pen. Yeah. Those. Woo! That I am, I am not going to be searching Yahoo Japan auctions for the pen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Well. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it would be kind of cool to have if I were in Japan. 
if I were in Japan, I would maybe do this, maybe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, it's pretty funny, and I think I think the uh, the Twitter account is temporary. Like I think I think the BMD Fox Records account is supposed to be disappearing at some point. Yeah, perhaps. So, you know, whatever, archive it on archive.org or <laughs> whatever right. you need to do. Uh, anyway, very ridiculous, but uh, more things to do. Uh, now, okay, we, I guess we can do the magazine news. So last time we we already, you know, spent a fair amount of time going over all the many magazines that they were in. Uh, and then they announced like twice as many as we already knew about. <laughs> <laughs> So almost immediately, I think, after we recorded last time, um, Anon was, uh, announced that they, you know, that Baby Metal was in them. And uh, so that was that was actually released December 16th, um, and it's already in people's hands. It's already been scanned, and we actually even already have uh, the interview translated. So there's an interview mm-hmm. and, a, and a small photo shoot that's Anon 2230. So maybe actually, you know, before we dive into the rest of it, uh so Funny Toss, uh, or Steven, has has uh, been posting a number of the translations of the Katakawa interviews. And, and actually, that's he's gotten finished with all of that. Um, and that's been done with substantial assistance from capable paramedic on uh, the Reddit. But so mm-hmm. um, so you can you can read those. Uh, and in fact, actually, you know, if you weren't here when we recorded the Katakawa stuff live, um, then you can read those first and then hear the extent to which we got it wrong. Although I think we mostly got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Funny Toss has also done uh, a translation of the Anon interview, and there's a couple of funny things in, in there that might be kind of amusing to mention. But um, I, I mean, essentially, the, the thing that's kind of neat about that interview is that they spend a lot of it basically asking Sue to say things about or to Moa and Moa to say things about or to Sue, which is somewhat unusual. <laughs> so, right. Did you get, did you guys uh, have a chance to read it? This is a this is a real like breaking news as we're recording. Yeah, no, I haven't yet. I saw this again this morning as I was just getting ready for this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very quick work. I mean, very yeah, quick no work. kidding. I mean, it's not Great super job. super long. It's not Katakawa length, but one thing that was that got a little bit of attention uh, in here was the uh, expression of the idea that I think Sue was talking about this that you know sort of at the point when. Yuimoto announced she was leaving, and they had to kind of reconsider things. Um, she, she was observing that they, you know, sort of started out as being essentially a band that would break stereotypes and and you know surprise people and and you know make people go what the heck and that kind of thing. But that they had actually they'd gotten into a little bit of a rut in a way that um, the concept had started, you know, sort of limiting their freedom in a way that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so having a chance to kind of like rethink things and and get back to that surprising people um, idea was something that they you know they had a chance to do at this at this point of reassessment. I've I've uh, interpreted in a lot of things there, but uh, but that's essentially what I think she was saying. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, and then then I guess the the magazine did spend a fair amount of time just trying to get them to like reflect on how the other one has changed and to, you know, say things to each other, you know, and, and at the, at the sort of outset, it's kind of, it's kind of the, it's kind of what you, anyone would necessarily say. I mean, it's sort of like, thank you for being here with me throughout and all this stuff. I mean, um, Sue was uh, asked about how Moa has grown and, um, said that her skill in dancing has 
has grown. Sue commented on the fact that Ma, you know, was willing to kind of adapt to the differing styles around her, and um, Moa said, uh, "Sue actually hasn't changed." Which <laughs> 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 um, it was just kind of funny. I mean, she took a sort of roundabout way to to say that. She she sort of said that and backed away, and then went back uh, again. But um, and there was actually also a fairly amusing uh, moment where. Uh, Ma says, you know, I, I um, just kind of want to take this chance to, like, you know, say thanks. And Sue's like, you, you picked an interview to do this? <laughs> like, why, why are you doing this here? <laughs> and uh, Ma says, it's just, you know, it just seems like it's, it, you're too much of a family member to express my gratitude <laughs> uh, normally. So, um, and actually at the end of one of these things that Ma is saying, she says, you know, um, I feel too embarrassed to look her in the eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, and you can just imagine all this happening. <laughs> but anyway, and they talk a little bit about their like uh, becoming Moa Metal, and uh, you know, um, like when she's a, when she's, when when I'm a part of Baby Metal, I naturally become Moa Metal. It's completely different from my normal self. And Sue says something about that too. So anyway, re- read it. It's it's uh, it's short and funny, and I'm amazed that we have it so soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so that was that was Anon. We didn't know about that before. Um, Young Guitar and Metal Harmer in Japan, we knew about before. Um, they are now out in people's hands, um, and there are there exist scans of them. We don't, I don't know much more about them. Actually, I haven't I haven't really looked at them very carefully, to be honest. Um, which was the one that Lily Metal posted scans of? The Young oh, that Guitar. Was Young Guitar. Yeah. That was the, and those are the ones that got. Got uh, they t- they the hammer. Yeah. Oh no, it was it's young guitar and metal hammer. Interesting. Yeah, they took both of them down. So now I wonder, I wonder who's behind. But so th- there's a, um, you know, the person that some of us know, <laughs> at least, who, uh, who was, you know, who scanned these and uh, posted them on Twitter, and got one of the first media takedowns uh, that I've actually been witnessed to on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, now all the, all the images say you know, like this has been removed. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I, I can't think of another time when there's been a media takedown on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for photos. I mean, it's quite common with videos, but yeah, for sure. Not that common with photos. Yeah. But it's interesting if it was both young guitar and metal hammer in Japan, then I wonder if that, you know, what they have in common <laughs> is baby um, metal. Use. So, uh, well, Lily, Lily did say it was um, Young Katar specifically who took those ones down, but I'm not sure about um, Metal Hammer. She did say it wasn't a Mew, so I assume it was both of those companies. Hmm. I mean, we would encourage everyone to you know buy these if you want them. Mm. So um, definitely, the I mean, we definitely appreciate these scans, and it's you know it tells us what's going to eventually arrive once the Tenso shipment goes. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Although I do want to, you know, maybe get back to that uh, thing about like if you're, if what you're after is the photo shoots, I think they're going to be all the same. <laughs> so. They're very similar. Yeah. One features a prop, one does not. Yep. Uh, let's see, another one. Uh, so PMC uh, is another one we mentioned last time. That one is not out yet as we record, but it is out soon, December 22nd. Uh, okay, so the new ones that we did not know about before. Um, 
one thing that they are going to do, there's a, there's a, like a four page, I think little pamphlet thing that they're giving out in something like a hundred different stores, uh, across Japan, just freely, if you happen to be in Japan. And, uh, I think it's starting December 24th. So basically right after this thing is released. And they're also on the cover of the HMV and books. Again, they've been on the cover of that a couple of times, which is like a, it's HMV catalog basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's December 15th. So I guess that's already out or perhaps I have, perhaps I have mistyped that and it's December 25th. I don't know. But anyway, um, Muse clip, uh, and tower plus, which I guess is the tower equivalent of HMV and books. <laughs> so they have been on the cover of some of these things before. And, you know, there's usually like a, one page, you know, one column, two page interview, something like that in them. But so those are things I'm probably not going to see anytime soon. <laughs> right. That's a little bit sad, but cause there's no, there's no easy way to buy them. They're just free if you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'm sure people will grab a bunch of them and put them on Yahoo Doc, uh, auctions, Japan, but probably, uh, Rolling Stone, Japan announced volume 13 out on December 25th. Uh, that will have an interview, a feature, a poster, and also other stuff, including a Bring Me the Horizon interview, which may or may not mention Babe Metal, but it may. Quick Japan. All of these are magazines that they've been in before, but um, now they're in more. more. So uh, that one's out December 25th. Uh, that has an interview. Hedobon, I think, I think that also was newly announced since we recorded last time, Volume 28. That will be out on tomorrow, December 21st. Yep. Uh, they have the cover and a feature in an interview and a photo shoot. I kind of wonder if they rented out a photo studio mm. and just invited staff photographers from every one of these publications. Says, All right, uh, here's your hour from uh, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, Hedobon, you'll be in from uh, 10 to 11, and they just bang these out, and that's why they all look so similar. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be at all surprised if that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, although, media although Sue, day. Sue's hair in um, the Hedoban edition, it, it's shorter. Mm. Is it? Shorter yeah. than? Yeah, what we've seen before. Huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, Hedoban, yeah. The hair is just coming. Yeah, it just looks very shorter than it has been. So maybe Hedoban had the late in the day slot after yeah. the haircut. <laughs> after her haircut, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, practically speaking, that is very sensible um, because they, because they're doing this in character and because they know all of these magazines are going to be potentially interested, they could well have reached out to them and said, you know, we're available if you want to do this, um, mm-hmm. you know, on whatever it is, October 10th, right. prepare yourself. Yeah. So that would explain why all the photo shoots are very similar, but, um, but nevertheless, the fact remains they're going to all be very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think we had, I, I think Nylon Japan also is a new, new one since last time, February, 2021 issue. Um, but that's out December 28th. They're really, <laughs> these cover dates are, have nothing to do with their, um, release dates, but anyway, the February issue, which you can have on December 28th, uh, has something. One thing that's good about the magazines is that at least they are mostly not very expensive. So they're True. mostly, you know, in the 1,000 to 2,000 and, and mostly not even 2,000 um, yen range. Yeah, you're still going to spend 150 bucks if you want them all and you want them all shipped. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm really not. 
I'm really not looking forward to consolidating my Tenso account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think actually I'm I'm I've been thinking about that. I you know so on the 23rd I assume a bunch of stuff is going to show up there from Osmart, and yeah, I might just directly ship that and not try to consolidate with all this other stuff because I think even <laughs> I, I, there's so many things. Anyway. I don't think I had anything else that I particularly wanted to say about the magazines, except there's just lots of them. Any any other hmm. observations? Bo has a ramen column in Hedobon. In Hedobon, yeah. <laughs> uh, regularly. I, I don't think it... I think that might actually be even in issues that don't feature baby metal. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Um, uh, it's his 20th time doing it, though. Very cool. Which yeah. I think was... He, he tweeted about that. He was very excited. <laughs> I think that is pretty excellent. Yeah. I've I've never actually read anything like, like a translation of it or anything, but I would be interested at some point. Maybe I'll point my Google Translate at it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. What else? Um, other media news. We have some TV news. So I think uh, last time we mentioned... Well, so this is... Uh, now I've already forgotten. What's the name of the New Year's Eve thing? Kohaku? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even that didn't didn't even make it into my notes because that's you know we've known about that for a while. But they're doing the New Year's Eve uh, show, and last time we also mentioned the music station Super Live, which is on December twenty fifth, and we now know they will perform Distortion. They said so. It's in a big block of time, so I think there's a bunch of artists, and we don't know when they are exactly, but it's, it's somewhere between five and eleven p.m. on December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Since then, they have announced the CDTV Live Christmas special, which is on December 21st, four days before that. Um, another somewhat large block of time. They're somewhere between 7 and 11. Uh, I don't know much about that, actually, but um, there's a babymetalnews.com article about it. <laughs> this is, <laughs> if you want to read about it, as I am right now, <laughs> they'll perform Papaya. So at least it's not exactly the same song. Mm-hmm. Do we know what they're going to perform at Kohaku? No, we okay. do not. I think it's dictated to them. I believe that uh, from what I am told, they are told what to play, basically. Huh. So they don't they don't get to choose, but it is, it's presumably, you know, it's not going to be some obscure thing. <laughs> I, I imagine they it's the illusion of choice. <laughs> right? They probably yeah. they probably say here's what we're willing to do and then Kohaku will say do this one. Yeah, quite possibly. And then I guess the other thing is um, WoWow announced that they're doing a special on January 24th, uh, doing the 10th anniversary special. Th- this is interesting to me because it's not really clear what this is. I, usually WoWow does what they air is something that is about to be released or just released on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is, though. I mean... Um, because I don't think this is this doesn't describe really any of the Blu-rays that come on any of the editions, does it? No. So this might actually be like Wow Wow original. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything new though. I think it's going to be like a clip show of things they've aired on Wow Wow. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I'm expecting. But it's but it's interesting that this is going to be. This isn't just like an alternate cut of something that we can get anyway. Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me a little bit of what they did with the Big Metal World Tour in Japan, 
before we knew they were going to release it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so that Wow did this thing and uh and then all of a sudden it turned out, oh wait, and actually also there's other one thing. So maybe that's gonna happen too. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I need. <laughs> it's yet another <laughs> the one thing to buy. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I, I guess that we have a number of live performances, even if it's, there's, you know, I'm I'm not sure that we're going to see the comedy band in any of them, to be honest. Yeah, no idea. Hadn't thought about it. They have had um, miming commie on some of these like shows with many many different performers, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> but. And then I guess the last the last little bullet point in the news section is not exactly baby metal related, but it sort of is. Um, Sakura Gakuin put many of their albums uh, available on streaming platforms and on iTunes. Not mm. not all, and not then there's some regional variation, but um, it does include Message and Friends, I think. It um, does. So, and not the last one of Moa Nui's either, which is kind of annoying. Anyway, it's probably not not a lot of depth we can <laughs> get out of this news item. Uh, all right, so are we ready to yes. move on to Kevin's like, I want to go back to sleep. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Get going. Um, okay, so we've reached the topic, and the topic is stay metal, stay rock mechan. Um, so they played this show that we knew was coming. It was a live-streamed uh, event for the one only, which you know has its own little bits of controversy. It was... It was basically supposed to be kind of like a charitable thing, too, so that the proceeds of this were going to go to help uh, this the venue, Rockmicon, and the this the I think the touring staff and maybe also the staff of Rockmicon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like that was that was part of this was that it was you know this is the thing that was supposed to help support the venue, right? And of course, this is the place where they started, um, you know, like their their first their first show, the Legend Corset Festival. So, what did you think? Who wants to talk about it? I think we'll let Callie go first. Okay. She live tweeted it, even though she said she wasn't going to. <laughs> I think it was just because the fact that they played Doki Doki Morning was just blew my mind and I had to release some of that energy. <laughs> and reading everyone else's tweets and everyone was just going nuts. There was a huge collapse. But I think, I know the set list was short, but I think the fact that they did Doki Doki Morning really made up for it because that was amazing because they haven't done that in so long since Legend mm. S. So it was really nice to see that. Yeah, I was wondering how when the last time. So Legend S was the last time yeah. that was performed. I was going to look that up. So I, I don't know the last time that Yui performed it. can't remember that one. Mm. They, they started off with Headbanger, which of course you know makes sense. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what they started off in. What was what was first in Legend Corset Festival? Because I bet Headbanger closed it. Yeah, that they closed that one. I can't remember what the stat was. Quickly Googles. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I don't think that you know there weren't many songs anyway. No. Um, twelve. Yeah, I think their their thirty minute set this year was twice the length of their first set. <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They did some kind of cool, like, intercutting, too, you know, like, with yeah. old footage, you know, particularly at the beginning. I mean, particularly with, um, with Head, they still, they started off with Headbanger, and they did a fair amount of cutting between them originally on that stage. Yes, that was nice. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that stage is small, though. Very small. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the cutting was interesting. I was, 
starting to get concerned about halfway through Headbanger that they were going to do that for the entire live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised and a little relieved um, that they didn't overuse that trope. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of slowly backed it away. I think they, they did keep, uh, they kept doing some of the old footage behind them, but uh, yes. So that was another thing. I, the stage setup was kind of neat in that. I mean, so it is a little, little tiny stage, but they set it up kind of like the um, headbanger video part, you know, like the, at least part of the headbanger video where they have essentially behind them this, like just a, an array of Marshall stacks, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like piles of guitar amplifiers. But, um, but they were, they were sort of quickly revealed to be not actually amplifiers, but actually screens. <laughs> so it was like a big matrix of, of screens, which I think was, that was pretty effective. Actually, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I think so too. But it was, um, yeah. So the stage is really small and there's enough room for three adults on it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, that's all the adults that were on it. <laughs> right. Meaning no commie man. Yeah. I, for a while I was thinking that maybe what they would do would be have the comic band in the audience area, <laughs> but I think they did not <laughs> in the end. Uh, they certainly, they would have shown them if they were actually there. And uh, so <laughs> I think no, they, they were played, not. They played the backing track and you know what? I think that was fine. There's just no space to put a production crew mm-hmm. in there and the performers as you, the, I was joking that the stage is it would fit two of them in my living room and i don't live in a big house yeah <laughs> <laughs> um like you said there's there is room for three adults on that stage uh, and that's it um and I, I i and i gotta say that i think uh they had a pretty good production considering the space they did a pretty good job i was i was a little concerned it would just be like one static camera Maybe maybe another angle off to the side right. because it's so small, but I think they did a pretty good job of having enough variation to make it visually interesting, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought from a production standpoint was really interesting considering the confined space they were working in. Yeah. Um, they did have a guy up on stage, uh, stage right, who was able to kind of get a side on view. Yeah, I really like those shots. Yeah. Uh, that was very intimate because he was basically inside the formation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess, I mean, like, certainly other bands have played there. I mean, like, this is, you know, whatever the, where the metal bands start or whatever, and people mm-hmm. can fit drums and guitars and stuff on there. But the thing is that baby metal is, you know, some large percentage of it is the choreography. And right. it, it would also be pretty terrible if, you know, everybody just had to stand there right. <laughs> because nobody actually had space to move. <laughs> right. And and that's, that's the difference, right? They had, yeah. they had to be able to actually perform and have the room to do that. Yeah. I saw some people saying, well, why didn't they perform on the floor and put the band up on the stage and things like that? And I don't think there was room for that either. I don't see how you do that and have enough room to have some cameras and production equipment in there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, capacity of this venue is like 25. It's tiny. Well, you know, actually, the other thing, too, is that um, uh, that I don't think would have really quite recreated this. The, the idea no. of like, here we are back in the place where we started. Exactly. So. But it's fine. You know, and it wasn't. Uh, backing live it was it was a live recording um you know it wasn't like the album recording with a drum mixer it sounded like mm-hmm. a live recording for everything that they were playing against so yeah you know that that was fine for something like this i still enjoyed it 
Yeah, I, I was going to say that, that. So that's one thing that is interesting. So if you listen to it, um, they are not playing against the album. Right. It is very clearly re-recorded from somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, we're about to get a best of that was remixed by somebody, right? And I'm wondering, actually, if, in fact, what we got was the instrumentals on the best of. Hmm. Well, that would that, be interesting. I think that is quite possible. That would be pretty cool. I would enjoy having a version of the albums with that. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of hoping for that now, <laughs> and and you know yeah. that's hoping for things is always a recipe for disappointment, <laughs> but sure. that is what I'm hoping for. Um, they I think they played only things that are on that album actually, right? Yes. They didn't play. Let's see. So, uh, yes, they did not play the one which is on the best album, and they did not play IDZ which is on the best album. Uh, certainly, Man, they couldn't had a- run. <laughs> They had a great fake out for the one though. They played the whole intro to the damn song and then cut into something else. <laughs> yeah. We should probably mention that yeah, it, it was short, but we also got a new interview. Oh yeah. Smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, that was ref- kind of cool. Yeah, reflecting on their first Rock Con performance and where they are now and it did have English subtitles. Right. Right. So we yeah, that's true. Uh it was basically, I mean, you could sort of tell, or at least it was intended to be, um, them reflecting on the performance they just did. Mm-hmm. Um, which, so, I mean, like, it was not very well obscured that they recorded this and then put it on the stream, right? This was right. not live. Correct. Um, partly, I think they that gave them time to make the visually interesting edit. Mm-hmm. So... But you know what was what another thing that was interesting that came up in discussions over on you know various Discord channels is that um, when we you know we watched the, that interview and if you go back to when you know like one of those marketing things for the uh, Chronicle edition of the best of you can see little little bits of that video um, the mm-hmm. video that's on the Chronicle edition and it's this one. Almost yeah, I recognized it immediately. So what that means is that this was recorded a long time ago, <laughs> right. in like yeah. October or something. Um, that interview wasn't. If the interview was after their performance, then their performance was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a long time to edit, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, you know, part part of me was a little, a little disappointed that I paid so much money to see something that was pretty obviously pre-recorded and pre-recorded probably months ago at mm-hmm. this point. But the other part of me was just pleased to see something new and to get a interview that already had baked in um, English subtitles, which was uh-huh. nice. Um, so I'm a little bit conflicted on that. Um, and I, I became even more conflicted the next night. Um, you know, I stayed up all night again the following night to watch Bandmade do another online live. Yeah. Um, and they did 20 songs, played two hours, and it was very obviously live. Yeah. So, that, you know, that, that makes me reflect on what Baby Metal did. And I'm just like, man, I paid about four times as much to watch Baby Metal's, what, seven songs? Eight, here. I think. Eight <laughs> songs. And an interview. With, yeah, and an interview. It was, yeah, yeah. So that I, I became kind of conflicted on that, um, and, I, and I'll say I'm starting to feel a little, a little burned out and a little used. Um, I, they could, they could have done more. Yeah, I agree. And I'm a little disappointed that they didn't. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely, particularly the juxtaposition of those two sort of streams that they were watched by a number of the same people. I mean, like there's a lot of people yeah. who who uh, were interested in both groups, and so that did spark a bit of comparison. You know mm-hmm. that, and you know it, it does occur. To, it does seem to me like we we always knew that was the kind of thing that people can do, right? Right. <laughs> you know they can they can have a stage and stream it, and you know and people have been doing that for a long time, and it's cool that they did it, and it was it was nice. Um, but it's it, it is kind of just like a different thing, you know. So. And I think the other thing too is that I I do get the sense that it's it actually takes less to kind of like put a band made show together, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's it's instruments on a stage. That was yeah. the, the camera work was good. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't buy that. I don't. I just don't buy that. Um, they didn't do anything new. Baby metal that is uh-huh. didn't do anything new. Um, they spent half their quote live time in a in airing a interview rather than performing mm. um that's all stuff they've done yeah right it to me it's not any different than doing at least a full hour like a u.s headline show and a small you know a small venue headline show i, I think for my 70 dollars that that would have been a much better value because then i'm supporting the venue i'm supporting the tour staff i'm doing the charity thing by paying the extra for the ticket mm-hmm. um, or the shirt that comes with the golden ticket rather. I forgot um, about the shirt. Right. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm, I, I feel a little bit more like I'm getting my money's worth, you know, eight, eight songs and an interview. It, I gotta be honest, was a little disappointing. Yeah. I am interested to see what else they do. I mean, the, the, I, I think it was suboptimal that they, Sort of, they tried to do everything with one event, you know. So the, uh, you know, they were trying to do a charitable thing to help Rockmicon, and actually, you know, I think basically at the at the moment Koba announced doing that, they were basically doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, back when we, they were talking about, he was thinking about ten day Rockmicon, but you know, so so there's this thing that where they were trying to help out um, the venue, and there was a thing where they were trying to do like a, a special thing for the one, and trying to smash it into one event kind of diminishes both i think in a way because it, it might have been good to have the stream just for anyone who's already in the one that would be a good way to thank the one and then have a public thing that could raise more money <laughs> for the charitable thing yeah but they did what they did so there it is yeah i don't know it's it, it just feels weird it feels weird after watching so many other groups do so much more for much with much less of a barrier to entry Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and that's again not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I still enjoyed it. I don't regret paying for this and watching this by any means. But mm-hmm. I I do wish they would do more and follow some of the leads of countless other bands and even idol groups that do dancing and all that kind of same stuff. At baby, maybe not at the same level as baby metal, but at least the same physical exertion with the same amount of effort um, mm-hmm. are able to do a lot more for a lot less. Well, yeah, I, th- I think th- so. That's the thing that that I think we would have loved this if it were free, right? I mean, like this. Oh, like, totally. if, if we if we didn't, we 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 have this. We have the same. You know, like the joy of it is like there's this little bit of like this little poking, nagging, you know, like discontent part about it that you know it was actually very expensive, but I mean, like content wise. It's great, and like, and I think, I think years from now, when we look back on it and f- forget what we spent, 
we will like it, right? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Oh, and we didn't actually mention also that uh, Momoko was the uh, Avenger. She was, <laughs> yes. And you got to see her a bit. I mean, like, you know, the camera wasn't completely allergic to her. No, no. No, I'd say quite the opposite, in fact. I think she got, as an Avenger, some of the most screen time outside of a like a video, music video. Yeah. That they've released recently in a while, so. It was good. I just, I want to hold them to a higher standard because I think they should hold themselves to a higher standard. Mm. <laughs> Add more songs. That's what it was. Yeah. Especially if you're not going to do it live. Yeah. You know, if it's not. Plenty of time. Yeah. If it's not live, there's just no excuse. No. Not to do more. Right. Yeah. It was a bit of a pathetic amount, to be honest. It was. Because I was just totally shocked when Road of Resistance finished. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm starting I'm starting to feel used <laughs> by this group. I really am. It's just like a walking wallet. Um and that's and that's a shame. Yeah. And it and it's made it's made even worse, you know, by the fact that that uh everything except this at least uh well, I, in fact even this did we complain about that already? But um, the, 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 <laughs> the complaint is that we have to pay a lot of shipping, you know, and possibly yeah. customs and things like yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so not only are there a lot of expensive things to buy, but then there's, you know, super expensive to ship these things as well. Mm-hmm. And the stream. So this is why I, why I can't remember if we complained about it before, but you can only get the stream if you bought a shirt, which has to get shipped to you. Right. <laughs> so... DHL is making out like bandits. Yeah, so it was yeah. like a hundred bucks. It was like a hundred bucks to watch this thing. Yeah, I paid fifteen hundred yen, sixteen dollars to watch a twenty-three song two-hour band made show the next night. That was live because they were reading Twitter comments live. Mm-hmm. So, but it wasn't a charity event. No. So, but did it need to be? No, but if it, <laughs> but if it were, it would cost more, right? I I don't know. I think that's that's one of those debates you can have till the end of time because you know, it was it was public. Anybody could have done this. Yeah. Uh, anybody could have bought a bandmate ticket. Oh yeah, no, I know. It's uh, I, I guess mostly what I'm saying though is that if it's if it's um, if we're comparing like you know how cheap it was, it was you know sort of it was still sort of like minimally, like they weren't trying to do anything extra with it. It was just a show, right? Uh, where. Baby Metal was intending to do something extra with it. Although, I mean, I still don't feel confident that I know that they're giving a lot to this venue and staff, you know. Well, that's the thing, right? We don't know how much of this is actually going to the staff. Um, I know from industry experience that most of the proceeds from merch sales go to the venue, mm-hmm. you know, when the, when it's held in person. Yeah. Um, so if they're doing that, Rock My Count made a ton of money off this, which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, but if they didn't, who knows what the arrangement is. You know, and then I, again, I just feel kind of used. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's always the argument that, you know, would they have made more money had it not been the one exclusive and not tied to a shirt and two or three times the number of people are able to watch it? Yeah. My guess is they would have. I mean, that that does seem like that would have been better. Yeah. And it would have been good, good um, sort of promotion for the 10 year celebration releases, too. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, Loon, Loon in chat suggests, too, that they could have opened up just a straight donation thing. You know, you buy your ticket for 20 bucks, 2,000 yen or whatever, mm-hmm. and then give you the option to pay more. A lot of these yeah. streaming services have um, 
they're basically like coins you can buy mm-hmm. that all the proceeds go to whoever's streaming. So you can buy your ticket and you can spend however much money you want on coins and send them in chat, kind of like super chat on like YouTube or bits on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know what those things are. Um, so they could have done something like that. Um, again, the whole thing, I, I enjoyed it. It was nice to see. I enjoyed the interview. You know, that was cool in the moment. I was having fun. It's nice always to escape. Um, but when given the opportunity to reflect on it and things like that, I'm just a little disappointed. Um, and then, and again, I feel a little used. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know what's coming, uh, next. I mean, like it does seem like we, we, we must be kind of running off the end, <laughs> but pre- I guess pretty soon there's going to be something new at Budokan. Yeah. So, uh, and there's at least no risk that, that I'll be going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's a good thing or yeah. not. Yeah, I kind of wonder actually what's gonna uh, come out of that because I mean, like, it's, usually shows in Japan are pretty hard to get information about outside. I mean, like, there are there are no fan cams, or if there are, you know, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the Japanese are generally pretty good at following the rules. Yeah. So when they ask you not to film and do things like that, yeah. they don't. And if you're a Westerner or a foreigner and you do that, you can feel the ire of people around you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I imagine we'll know the set, we'll know the set list, we'll know the Avenger, we'll know a little bit about it because people will describe it. Yeah. And I, I mean, it seems like there is a pretty good chance of there being, you know, new dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume also that, you know, they're going to want to drag it out so that the most dramatic thing will be on the 10th one. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, disappointed I can't go, of course, but the world is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And it will be not this way forever. I mean, like that's that is one thing that does bear remembering. You know that this may be the last December that we're locked down, and there yeah. were many other Decembers. Yeah. One can hope. My uh, gran had the vaccine yesterday. Oh, that's exciting! <laughs> Congratulations. That's got to be kind of relieving. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess we'll um we'll see we'll see how quickly things return to normal. I'm not sure that it's going to be as quick as anybody wants, but no, uh, it won't. yeah. Anything else we wanted to to say before we close off this? Um, I was going to mention that the apron and bag for the Baby Metal Fox God kind of company is now you can buy it on A Smart now. Yeah, oh, BMD, yeah, I think I did. The, oh, that's right. Yeah, the BMD Fox Records apron and um, shopping bag. And mm-hmm. it's not sold out, so you can still buy it. They re-released the uh, BMC single, too. Um, yeah. I don't know if that, that may have sold mm-hmm. out again. I'm that, not sure. that is sold out, yeah. Looking at it mm-hmm. now. Okay. Yeah, I got my masks and the BMC single and the apron in the bag <laughs> in yeah. the mail. I'm still waiting for my um, vinyl because I got that from CD Japan. I see. Mm. That's That was that's pretty slow. <laughs> wasn't that that was released quite a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think it. I think it was shipped maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I've actually never ordered from them before, so I don't know how long it takes. Hmm. I've been pretty happy with them, though. I mean, like overall, they, mm. they I've used them for other things, and shipping is actually sometimes cheaper <laughs> from them. Yeah, so. yeah, they usually do a pretty good job. They're usually pretty quick. And right now, as we're recording, uh, at least last time I checked, uh, Japan Post is still basically not functioning to the U S and 
that means all of the somewhat cheaper shipping options are not available. So DHL right. is it, and DHL is eye-wateringly expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did get my beanie, if we're talking about merch, my holiday beanie. Oh, nice. Hey. Oh. I did, yeah. Congratulations. Came yesterday. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I, I think I, I set a personal record for Osmart for an order. I ordered something. I ordered some SG stuff on Monday last week and had it by Wednesday. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So when, when stuff's in stock, you can get that stuff quick if you go direct and not to mm. Tenso. Yeah, I am reconsidering my my Tenso allegiances. I you know like back back when I ordered all the the ten year stuff, I was thinking yeah, there's going to be other stuff, and I'd rather combine it and all, all that. But I really think actually if if I had just let Osmart send it DHL, it would have been it's going to wind up having been much cheaper. Yeah, which is the totally the opposite reason why I would like I use Tenso because I'm thinking it's going to be a cheaper alternative, but I think it isn't in this case. Well, it would be, but there there's clearly some sort of racket going on where they're trickling merch out in such a fashion where you get impatient and want it, so you combine and ship just when they're ready to release more stuff you want to buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's in the pocket of big shipping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to have a new song app just because we've bought so much this year. <laughs> please. Yeah, right. Please treat us. Yeah. I feel so milked. <laughs> I know. Just just one song, please. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I I still they still have a, the capacity, I think, to do something that will delight us. Yeah, yeah. Of course they do. You like release new match. <laughs> Again. Yeah, we <laughs> We Street talked Budokan. about the dog bowl and stuff before last time, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does feel like we're getting somewhere near the bottom of this barrel. <laughs> I sure hope so. I thought the candle was the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vaguely smelling of chocolate candle. So that was, strong. Yeah. That was definitely a candle they bought off a shelf and slapped a sticker on. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I still want the Galaxy Arc light though i still haven't gotten really <laughs> I, was, I think that's one of the cooler ones they have oh, geez. produced but uh, right. that and the that, that and the little uh rubik's pyramid i think that's yeah, maybe that's a t- this is an episode idea topic it's going through merch yeah stuff that's out there yeah it's possible i mean like you know it's it's quite possible that there are things that have passed one or more of us by and one or more of the people listening by yeah um, I have many things, but I do not have an exhaustive set, and uh, <laughs> and some of that stuff is just ridiculous. Like the suitcase. The, what's up with the suitcase? Oh, <laughs> the so little cool. rolling. <laughs> that thing, Bluetooth I gotta thing. say, is kind of cool. <laughs> I know somebody is. who has one. We were blasting. We were in line. We were blasting music on it, rolling up and down the sidewalk. <laughs> it, it, it entertained us in line for a couple hours. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So perhaps I should mock it less. <laughs> oh, it's still ridiculous. It, I would never buy it, but it was amusing. Yeah, <laughs> to see one in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's quite possible, like one of fifteen that exist in the wild as well. It's possible because they were super expensive. Anyway, yeah. this is for you know whatever it is episode something or something else, something in the future. Yeah. Something in the future, Some higher number than this. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Uh, anything else? No, I don't think so. All right. Yeah, I think we were, we were pretty efficient 
Uh, and it's still, you know, I've still been recording for over an hour. <laughs> but yeah. over an hour. <laughs> You'll edit it down to what, like an hour and five, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as we're recording this, of course, the, the even the previous one hasn't hit the feed yet. So, oh well. Okay, then. I guess that's it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks. We hope you'll join us then, and until then, see you.